You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hi guys, welcome to episode 61 of The Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Exotic Vivian, and today's show is going to be all about our beloved gentleman suitors. I know we've kind of neglected you and have been focusing on the companions, but I just wanted to let you know that I did not forget about you. So in an effort to caution ladies on what not to do with their clients, I will be reading comments from my Twitter post on September 1st, 2019, where I asked the gentleman to recap their less than memorable experiences with a companion. But before I get into that, some announcements. First, I am super excited for my Halloween party coming up in just a few days, this Saturday, October 26th. Some beautiful women and lovely gentlemen will be in attendance. It's going to be held in a private villa in Miami, catered food, open bar, DJ, and a Halloween costume contest, pose style, with a $500 cash prize courtesy of our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax, and marketing genius, Amberly Rothfield. I cannot wait to turn up with everyone. Hopefully, I get to enjoy my party this time. Because, <laughs> you know, being a host, sometimes you're, you know, running around making sure your guests are well taken care of. But I plan on thoroughly enjoying myself. Second, I am going to be taking a much-deserved six-week break after this episode. I have definitely earned it being solo with the transition from uh, Miss Chantel moving on from the show. So I've been kind of holding down the fort all on my own. I know, I don't know how I do it either. I think it's just time management, I guess. But it's time to regroup and re-strategize. So the show will be back on December 11th, just in time for holiday season. I'm still going to do a couple of uh, videos on YouTube though, because I feel like that has been helpful to the ladies. So be sure to subscribe to the show's channel so you don't miss out. You can find our YouTube page on our Twitter, the Linktree ad website is on our Twitter account at TSEG Podcast. So go on there and click on the Linktree, and it'll take you directly to our YouTube page. Because for some reason, they don't let you customize your YouTube page, I guess, until you have like a gazillion followers. So please be sure to subscribe to the show's channel so you don't miss out on those videos. And as of right now, I'm doing like a freestyling series as requested by the ladies. So I'm going to be talking about different things with regards to freestyling. So that way we can plan and prosper. And as usual, I am accepting guest hosts while I'm gone. And really always, you can always submit a guest show, by the way, FYI. Uh, you already know the format. Just send me your WAV file, edited and ready to go. Don't worry about the intro-outro music. I'll add that myself. But if you want to guest host and you have your you know, show ready to go, email me at info at tsegp.com. Of course, as always, I'm here in Miami ready to mingle with the ladies and the gentlemen. So feel free to send me a note if you're in town and you wish to hang out. Vivian at TSEGP.com. Okay, so before I start reading from the guys, let's see what's in the news. 
But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner, Mary Lee, on episodes 7, 36, and 58. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax accounting and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind. It doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. This is from usnews.com, October 18th, 2019. And the title reads, The District of Columbia Considers Decriminalizing Prostitution. That's basically D.C. For, for those of you who are like, what? This District of Columbia? I know it sounds weird. Sex workers, human rights organizations, sex trafficking survivors, and others voiced their opinions Thursday at a hearing in Washington, D.C. over a proposal to decriminalize prostitution in the nation's capital. The bill, which is being reviewed by the city council, would make Washington the first city in the nation to dismiss criminal penalties for prostitution, according to the New York Times. Aside from certain counties in Nevada, Selling or paying for sex isn't legal anywhere in the country. In Europe, prostitution is regulated and legal in a number of countries, including Germany and Greece. In the U.S., the fight to decriminalize prostitution has gained momentum in recent years. Democratic presidential candidates Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey and Senator Kamala Harris of California, which a lot of people don't like her because she, she kind of switched By the way, she used to hate heels, and now all of a sudden, she's trying to jump at that bandwagon. Anyways, they both have voiced their support for some degree of decriminalization. The legislation has divided many of the district's activists with some sex workers and national groups like the American Civil Liberties Union and the World Health Organization supporting the bill, and some former sex trafficking victims and groups such as the National Organization for Women opposing it. Some proponents argue that prostitution must be decriminalized in order for sex workers to come forward without fear of arrest if they have been exploited or abused. This way, they can eventually leave the industry without arrest records. Tamika Spellman, an advocate for the bill, who has worked as a prostitute for more than three decades, argues that sex work helped put her son through college. It's put a lot of people through college. It is an outdated law based on moral outrage, Spellman said, according to the New York Times. Why are they arresting people for having casual sex? I understand the need to protect and there are people being exploited, but not in the numbers that people think, she said. Some opponents of the bill agree that sex workers should not be penalized, but don't agree on extending decriminalization to pimps and johns. Others argue it will increase prostitution in the district. Judith Sandalow, executive director of the Children's Law Center, a nonprofit advocating for vulnerable children, predicted at the hearing that the percentage of people willing to pay for sex in Washington would increase by 20% under the legislation, according to the Washington Post. Some, like Yasmin Vafa, executive director 
of Rights for Girls, a human rights organization based in the district, have called the bill a boon for sex traffickers. This will cause more harm and more exploitation of our most marginalized people. Girls have told us they heard about the bill for the first time from their pimps, who were excited about it. Vafa told the New York Times, If pimps and sex buyers are on the same side of this legislative proposal, doesn't that say something to the other supporters? Public comment on the bill is open until November 1st. And I actually retweeted this from Swap USA and Mickey Alexander on the show's page on Twitter. You can send your written testimony via email to judiciary at dccouncil.us. That's J-U-D-I-C-I-A-R-Y at the letter DC Council, C-O-U-N-C-I-L dot U-S. And reference bill 23-0318, the Community Safety and Health Amendment Act of 2019. So you have until November 1st to submit a written testimony saying why you support this bill. But, I mean, this is the same old, same old that we've discussed on the show before, Chantel and I. Yes, if decriminalization happens, there are going to be a swarm of people jumping into sex work. Just like there were a swarm of people jumping into stripping when the economy crashed. It's easy money in the public's eyes, which really it's not, but you know, it's, it's just, it's easier than going to clock in at a nine to five job. So yes, it will increase a flood of ladies into the business, which, you know, there's some concerns there, but at least when someone is assaulted or whatever by a bad person, people can now come forward without risking arrest. But let's see how this goes. People are already fighting it. You know, people are very moral in these streets. So mm, we'll see. But yeah, so I picked this article because we still have time, November 1st. So feel free to email your written testimony of why you support the bill. And let's see what happens. Of course, I'm going to post the link to this article in the show notes. So on to the nitty gritty. Of all the responses the thread received, these are the top 10 that stood out to me. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for sharing, and ladies, take heed. The first one is from Tampa Ghost 727 at Tampa Ghost 727, and he wrote, Do not buy your driver a fresh bag of weed right before you ask him to sit and wait for you in the parking lot of the nice hotel that has security. He's probably going to call you mid-date and tell you he has been picked up by the authorities. I thought this was kind of funny. I mean... (sighs) If you're going to have a driver, why would you have him waiting in the parking lot of the hotel? That's just weird. Come on now. That's that's just sus. Hella sus. So don't do that, ladies. If you have a driver, have him wait somewhere discreet, which is not the parking lot of the hotel. Because you know security roams around, the, the, especially the really nice hotels. There's security everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. So they're going to look at him and be like, why is that car sitting there with a guy in it smoking? Yeah. Anyways, the next one is from Shanela Farhara. I hope I'm saying this correctly. At Farah Shanela. Lots of stories, but a few that hurt were a few ladies that were very strongly talking about other clients. How they are physically gifted, great personalities, all the things they did together, gifts, how he, quote, wore me out, and so on. Needless to say, that's a real buzzkill. I mean... This is common sense. Like, 
you're there to spend social time with a gentleman that's booking you to hang out with you. Why, unless that's his fetish, would you talk about other clients? That doesn't make any sense. And there are clients too that try to talk about other girls, which, you know, don't do that. I mean, gossip, just don't. (laughs) Don't do it. Focus on your clients. It's all about him in the time that he has booked with you. I mean, I thought this was common sense, but I guess not. Ladies, don't do it. The next one is from Dead Ted the Comorgion. Comorgion? These names. <laughs> and the Twitter handle is at old underscore Ted. And he wrote, I was deposed by a companion's divorce attorney. Well, damn. How did they find your client's information to depose him? Ladies, come on. Like, oh, <laughs> that was kind of funny, though. I don't even, I have no words for this. Like, this is just ridiculous. The next one is from Viscount BF at BF Viscount. And he wrote, worst I've dealt with was back in the Craigslist days. She wanted a drink downstairs at the hotel bar first. Long story short, she was anything but discreet, cussing at other customers for no good reason. So let's just say I haven't done many social outings since. Yeah. I've definitely heard stories of ladies doing just this. They're just not, they just don't have the proper etiquette when you go out on social dates, which we all say we want social dates. Govern yourself accordingly. Like don't flirt with the staff in front of your boo. And by your boo, I mean client. (laughs) Like there's just, there's just ways to handle yourself. If you don't know how to handle yourself in public, Google etiquette on, you know, public social outings. Like, come on. Cussing at other... Ugh. Drama. I can't. I cannot. Okay, the next one is from Not Frankenstein at Not Frank Walker. And he wrote, I have had many great experiences with a very few actual problems, a scam or two, some awful miscommunication, a bait and switch, but even altogether, these are rare occurrences. Well, I'm glad you know, you took it with stride and you were able to move on. A lot of things, gentlemen, I will say, as far as the scamming part or the miscommunication or bait and switch, that's on you to do your research on these ladies, especially with social media in today's world where you can Google and find some on social media and see how they are and how they interact. You have no excuse of booking a bait and switch. I just think guys see a hot picture and they start thinking with their penis and forget that they're supposed to do due diligence. The same way we screen you, you need to be screening us by searching to see our online presence, our social media presence, which is a big deal in today's world. Um, The next one is from Pete Lacock (laughs) at Pete215Lacock, L-A-Cock, I guess. And he said, pretty mild stories, but I twice had ladies trying to keep their neighbors from listening by having the TV on and fairly loud. In one case, she was clearly paying more attention to 51st Dates than she was to me, the movie 51st Dates. Another time, I was distracted by the show that happened to be on. Okay, so, I mean, (laughs) I usually have music playing, like, soft music playing in the background, um, maybe some Sade, maybe some chill radio. 
even when the guys, if I like, if I go to an alcohol and they have the TV on, I will mute it because it's very distracting. So yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say to this. You don't want your neighbors to listen, then uh, first of all, they need to mind their own business, and second of all, maybe you need a, a separate in call or something. Anyways, uh, the next one is from James Ayers. Ayers, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. At J A M underscore Ayers, Ayers, A Y E R S, I guess. The worst one I had was when I called a provider I had already seen after having a good time and I thought I would call her again and got an angry boyfriend instead. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Like, what is going on? How? No one answers my phone. Not even if, not even my freaking family. Like, even if I walked away to the bathroom and my phone was ringing, they would just be like, oh, your phone was ringing. That's it. <laughs> Which, by the way, if I was with my family, my work phone is turned off anyway. So, yeah, ladies' discretion. Like, why is your boyfriend answering your work phone? No. Okay. The next one is from Anar Cherotic. I do not. I don't even know. Anar Cherotic? I don't even know. It's at A-N-A-R-C-H-E-O-N-A-R-C-H-E-R-O-T-I-C-H-E-R-O-T-I-C-H-E-R-O-T-I-C-H-E-R-O-T-I-C-H-E-R-O-T-I-C-H-E-R-
<laughs> and I now have coined the phrase, the monetism of it all. <laughs> but yeah. Anywho, the next one, finally, a normal name, is from John Ryan at John RYA239 And he wrote, once had a date show up so high, but I figured I'll go for it anyway. Red flag. She passed out with me in her mouth. Super awkward. Now, this is something I guess you can't really um, guess or, you know, you, you can't really know if somebody is the type to use drugs. So I feel for you because I'll tell you another story. I had a doubles uh, session with a good client of mine. And he had picked this one lady who is no longer <laughs> offering double. I'm no longer offering doubles with her. And she's wanting to pregame before the date, which means drink first. And I don't know about you, but if I can do something sober, I'm not doing it. If I have to drink to do anything or smoke to do anything, I'm not doing it. I mean, for those of you who do, kudos to you, but that's just not me. I told her no. So she takes a couple of shots. Mind you, she's driving. We get to my client and he has champagne for me, of course, because, you know, that's how I roll. We're drinking champagne. We're, we're, you know, having a good time. And lo and behold, this girl gets super drunk. I mean, white girl wasted. For those of you who don't know what that means, Google it. <laughs> she gets white girl wasted. And now I have to drag, literally carry her ass to the car while I'm profusely apologizing to my client who still paid for the time. And of course, guess what? He has not called me ever since. So that's, that was a reflection on me because I'm the one that had her on my website as someone I would do doubles with. This is why I'm very like, you know, skeptical about doing doubles with just anybody because you just never know. So yeah, I feel you, John Ryan, you just never know. But uh, in the future, if someone shows up high, just pay her, you know, for her showing up like a, whatever her cancellation fee is, I don't know. Or like give her like a couple of hundred bucks for a cab and, and call it a day. Like you don't even want to be in that situation. There was another guy who had tweeted also uh, last year saying that a provider was unresponsive. What should he do? I'm like, why are you tweeting about this? You need to be calling an ambulance. <laughs> like, why are you letting girls who are clearly under the influence into your premises? They could say you drugged them. They could say anything. And remember, you're a guy. She's the girl. Yeah, I guess uh, since she's a here, you know, sometimes people will take your side. But you don't want to bet on that. Like, the last thing you want is for somebody to OD on you. And that's on you. So, yeah. If somebody shows up high, give them money and send them on their way. I don't give a shit how hot they are, but hey, do whatever you want. You're grown men. Ladies, don't show up to your appointment high. That's just not, that's not, no, that's not the sauce. Anyways, next guy uh, is Walter Chubbington <laughs> at Walt Chubbington. And he said, on my way to a first meeting, I got the following text when I was checking in five minutes away. Will you please get me some food? I'm starving. I'm in the shower right now, and that will give me time to get out and get dried off. And he said, am I Domino's food Uber? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of tacky, though. Like, why would you? Ugh, I don't understand. 
just can't. How are you? Like, this is not etiquette. The, no. Like, I have guys that bring me food, that bring me shit, that bring me stuff all the time, but I don't ask for these things. You're there to provide a service to this person. You're sharing your intimate time with this person. You don't need to be asking for all these other stuff that has nothing to do with your session. I could see if this was a regular, then fine. But this is a first-time client. Why would you do this? Like, ugh. I wish Chantel was here to bounce all this stuff off of. But uh, yeah. So that was number 10. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies. Please treat your clients well if you want them to become repeats. Something tells me all these ladies were one-hit wonders and you definitely do not want to be in the same boat as them. I've said this many times. Regulars are the bread and butter of your business. They are the gift that keeps on giving. Summer was slow for a lot of ladies, as it always is. There are a lot of ladies, myself included, who were just fine because they had regulars. So keep that in mind. They're the gift that keeps on giving. Treat them well and they'll keep coming back. And you can actually grow to have a legit bond with them. Then you can ask them to bring you food. Because <laughs> everybody knows I love food. But anyways... Have a wonderful Halloween and a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll see you guys in December. Bye! Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive. <laughs>